everybody, it's the USL Show, and we're brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network, and we are sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. Thanks for joining us again. It's just me again, actually, and uh, I have an interview with, uh, he's the GM of North Texas SC, Matt Denny, and so uh, I get to dig in with what it's going to look like for them, and I get to talk a little bit about the kids that that could and probably will be playing on his team this year, and um, that's really most of what we talk about, so I won't ruin anything else. I won't talk anymore. Thanks for listening to this, and uh, here's the interview. All right, Matt Denny is on the line. He's the GM of the uh, newly minted North Texas SC. Uh, Matt, thank you for joining me. How's it going? Oh, it's great. It's great. Uh, thanks for taking the time. Oh, no, thank you. Um, as people can tell, you have an accent. Your your life and career started <laughs> in, in England, if I read correctly. Can you uh, bring us from that side of the Atlantic to this? Yeah. Um, to make it a, a long story short, basically, I uh, grew up in England, played played football, soccer my whole life, and uh, I just, just fell in love with it and wanted to, to be involved my whole life. And... Uh, you know, as many um, on that side of the pond, I guess all around the world now, there's, there's a lot of people that, that want to make it but don't don't make it. I uh, got a big injury at 16 and uh, and decided to, to kind of keep keep the sport in my life and, and pursue um, on the coaching side. And I definitely love that. Um, and got an opportunity uh, when I, I actually lived in Chicago, got to, to see more of the business side and, and kind of fell in love with that and started having a passion for, for just learning how things operate. Um, but I've been fortunate. I've kind of seen every level of soccer, um, you know, on this side of the pond and that side of the pond and being able to work with that. So, uh, so it's given me a good understanding of just, you know, different people's point of view and different aspects of the business. So I've been at FC Palace for nine years and uh, kind of worked, uh, worked my way up on the ticket side. Um, but, but it's given me a good foundation, a good understanding of, every department and I've had, you know, collaborations and, and worked with different different departments within FC Dallas but also um going to league meetings and, and being on the business side and learning more from other teams and, and just grasping that understanding of how franchises run. Um so it's been it's been a good a good ride so far and I think it's prepared me pretty well for, for this opportunity now. That's interesting. So if, if, if anyone gets a sales job or a tickets job with a, with a soccer club, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, huh? <laughs> <laughs> For the right person, I, I guess. Yeah, but it, it's one of those things. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's like the sports industry. You see a lot of people come and go, and that's not just true to, to soccer, but every sport. And, uh, you know, if you have a passion for it, um, people can see that. And, and as I say, it's, I didn't just stay in my bubble. I kind of ventured out of my bubble as much as I could and I think that, you know, I, I embraced and asked for more opportunities and more responsibilities outside of kind of just the nine to five. So I think that it's, uh, <laughs> to your point, it's, it's every opportunity out there, but you gotta, you gotta seek it out and, uh, and, and go an extra mile, I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, your, your position was announced on Thursday, if I'm not mistaken, as being the, the new general manager of yep. North Texas SC. Um, so, you know, what, what is your role going to be like exactly? What are you going to do? Because some of the, the GM role in the United States kind of goes somewhat technical sometimes, sometimes not at all. So what do you see yourself doing in the next year or several years? <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that's right. I mean, you know, obviously a lot of it's the, the, the learning how it's, it's it's going first of all, but I think it's basically a traditional GM role um, that you would see um, going 
on the business side and and kind of monitoring and helping with the, the technical side too. Obviously, there's there's a team of staff in every single department that we have, and uh, you know, a big part of this job is is making sure everybody um, comes together, communicates, and uh, I, I think my responsibility is if ownership asks me how something is going, no matter what department or aspect that I need to know and I need to have the answer and have input into to all aspects so um, there's definitely people out there that are going to be you know doing a lot of work um, but it's just making sure everybody knows what their role is and you know a big thing that throughout my career is just making sure everyone has the accountability and uh, you know really knows what they're accountable for um, and in that way just just run a smooth ship but um, I want to be involved in everything um and have some input into to every aspect, whether that be, you know, sponsorship or on the ticket side or on the technical side as well, seeing what players we're targeting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited for that, and it, it, uh, it, it's definitely an exciting opportunity. Indeed it is, um, especially coming from where you're coming and, and the path of your life. This is going to be really fun. Can you talk about general information about North Texas SC, what the team's going to be like? Um, you know, you haven't announced any other um, positions in the front <laughs> office, so um, I'll just let you tell me what you're allowed to tell me here. <laughs> no, no, that's right. I mean, to your point, we're in a really unique situation because, um, you know, our, our you know, parent club FC Dallas, we don't have, you know, a coach at this point. Um, so obviously the coach coming into FC Dallas will have a say on on some of the USL um, strategic points. And um, that's really something that we do want them to have an input in. Um, so we're, we're moving ahead with everything we can, but we just know there's certain aspects of it that that is dependent on. So kind of a unique situation for us i think as soon as we get that confirmed shortly after you'll you'll see a, a coach announcement for the usl team and uh and we can really get get rolling on that um but it's it's something we've been wanting for a long time on the usl side and uh you know the amount of talent that we have in our academy alone um it's something that you know as the sports evolved um it's just something that, to be honest we need um Ten years ago, I don't know if we'd have been at a point where this would be sustainable, but now with the talent we've got, um, it's just a necessity, and uh, the players need need a high high level of competition to play. And uh, you know, it's one of the things where you talk maybe ten years ago. Um, you know, there's players that that maybe would have given been given an MLS spot on the roster. That you know, even the depth of the MLS team is so deep now um, that there's there's players. Uh, that just wouldn't be able to make the team now and there's, there was no in-between. Um, so we've got players right now that I think we're targeting that are going to be pushing for a first-team spot and uh, it's just a great opportunity to have a league that we can have you know, the, the player flexibility and, and some movement of players within that. Yeah. Um, so really we see it as a, as a home and a place for, for talent that is pushing to, to get a spot on the first-team roster. Yeah, and you mentioned 10 years ago. I definitely agree with you. Like, I can see what you're saying there. But um, some people have said that perhaps maybe five years ago or even three years ago, this might have been a good idea for a team like FC Dallas because your system's known for all the academy talent you have and the ability mm-hmm. to bring them up and make them work well in, in uh, the Dallas senior team, the, the, the system there. And so did, did you guys wait a little too long, a little longer than you wanted, or is this the perfect time because this League One is here now? 
Um, I'm kind of curious about that and, and, and the difference, the reason why perhaps this is the right time. I'm wondering if maybe League One made it affordable and worth the money at that point as far as you guys were concerned. Yeah, um, to be honest, I, I don't know if, if, you know, our main motivation, you know, here is, is, is the financial side. It's not um, it's not something where League One is because it's, it's you know, more affordable. It's, it's, it's a good fit for our development model, you know, mm. having the ability to play academy players, move players, you know, freely. And uh, it's definitely something where I think the timing is great because League One, you know, is very, well, USL is more established now. You've got that foundation. Um you know, and just sustainability, I think. Um, obviously, we'd love to have it, um, you know, a few years ago. Uh, I think it's just it's just the right time. Um, and it's something we have been trying to push for a long time. It's just, mm-hmm. I think everybody, everything's synced up now where it's, it's a good time. Um, and, you know, before you got MLS teams playing reserve team fixtures and, you know, we didn't quite know where that was going. Um so I think it's just a good fit, and it's, it's USL's proved to be, um, you know, a really, a really good organization, and we're, we're happy to be a part of that. Yeah, and you've seen a lot of two teams, reserve teams, um, around USL, you know, bringing younger and younger players up. And so I'm kind of curious, you know, I talked to um, Mike Munoz, is the coach for Los Dos, and he mentioned how they kind of view that your USL team as kind of the senior team to the academy. Um, more so than than the Galaxy. How do you view your club? Is it a bridge? Is it a senior team to the academy where they go somewhere else from there? Or um, how do you view, how do you guys view this team in development? Yeah, I mean, we really we really are seeing it as a bridge. Um, you know, it's a bridge to that that professional MLS team. Um, these guys are going to be you know basically mirroring MLS professional life as much as possible. Um, you know, they're going to be walking down the same corridors, going to practice and seeing the first team across the hallway. Um, you know, we're going to try and mirror practice times so that they're not training on the same field, but they're training at the same time as, as the MLS team as much as possible. And, you know, they're literally seeing over the fence the next step. And, you know, I, I joke with somebody that we're, we're dangling a carry in front of them that they can get. And, you know, it's, if you need motivation, it's here because... Um, they can see it and it's, it's close enough for them to grab and um, the next steps there it's really we're giving them all the tools and, and the opportunity well the team wasn't the only uh, announcement that came the other day you were announced the team itself branding was announced but um, also Ricardo Pepe was announced as the first professional signing and um, I emphasize professional signing there because he's not an academy signing which he could be right but he's signed a four-year contract to be a pro, not even a homegrown. Can you tell us about the details of his signing and, and his quality as a player? Yeah, I mean, it's somebody that, when you look at his experience already, um, you know, he's playing up at U17, and um, he's just impressing everywhere he plays. So we're excited just to see what what he's got, and he needs to be pushed, uh, and this is a great great avenue for him. Um, but you know it's, he's, he's a natural goal scorer, and it's it's something that do we think this is the right spot for him. Um, and and take age out of the equation, he's actually performing. You know, at a U17 level, um, you know, he scored the goal against Turkey, um, getting the experience, and and this is something that I think we just want to push him in in terms of his development. 
uh, and not in terms of his age. So we're just treating him as, as a talent and a prospect that we want to develop as quickly as possible in the right way. Um, but it really speaks volumes to to the talent that we've got and the players that we're hoping to sign. And, and you'll start to see a lot more um, player announcements coming up in the next few weeks, which will be good for us. Yeah, I was really the biggest surprise to this, not anything as far as him being a pro, because I think he's this is a really good opportunity for him and it's perfect. But I was surprised it's not a homegrown contract. I figured you guys will want to hedge your bets in getting all the money out of him once if you did get a chance to sell him on to Europe, which is, you know, something else we should probably talk about talk about. But why homegrown rather than or why not homegrown rather than a pro sighting? Um, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's something that, you know, the technical teams discussed and, and just figured this was the right thing and, and without going into too much detail, it's just, it was the right fit and it's somebody that, you know, we see as, you know, potentially in the future there's opportunity to move to um, the first team and hopefully he's knocking on the door for an MLS contract, you know, in, in the near future. Yeah, and... Um... You know what? I didn't think about that. So he signed as a pro to USL, and USL doesn't take a cut if you were to sell him on from USL. So that makes sense. Is that correct? I, I would have to check just to speak accurately on that. Yeah, I think I think that might be the case, and I, I hadn't considered that. He signed to a USL contract, not an MLS contract. So interesting to right. watch that for sure going forward. But I guess that's another question of mine is, is he's a young player. He's only 15, right? And so... Mm-hmm. Um, it, also, you know, Mike from Mike Munoz from uh, Los Dos said that they're having to sign these kids younger and younger because if you don't, they're heading off to Europe at 17 and 18. Is that another motivation yeah. you guys have for Ricardo? I mean, at, at every level, you want to maintain the talent that you've got and, and build the, the best potential roster and, and pipeline to, to the first team as possible. I mean, um, the USL is a great platform for for them to be able to play and get competitive minutes. I think you sign somebody to an MLS contract, you know, younger and younger, and they are just taking a spot up on the roster. And, and you've seen, you know, you maybe loan them out a little bit, um, you know, train with the first team, and they gain experience, but they're not gaining that, that first team consistent spot and a consistent competition. So I think that, to your point, it's, it's something that's definitely, uh, it's changing. Everything's changing in the landscape of the sport. Um, but it, it's 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 a good fit. It's a great tool for us, and USL is going to be really beneficial. Um, not just on the, on the younger kids, but you know other players we're going to be bringing in. You know we've got opportunities to sign, you know international spots um, where maybe we wouldn't have taken a gamble on them for the the MLS roster straight away. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was actually another of my next questions is, is what is the makeup of this squad going to be? Are you going to sign some vets? Sounds like you'll get some international guys, which is really smart to throw in mm-hmm. there. Um, some players that, you know, I'm, I have my eye on as far as uh, go moving on to the national team, you know, in the future possibly. And, and guys who had USL minutes that I watched last year, Brandon Cervania, Jesus Ferreira, yeah. Paxton Pomacall. I'm kind of curious about uh-huh. all of the, those things combined when it comes to your roster. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's the beauty of where we're at. We've got, we're spoiled for choice and we've got so much talent. Um, but it goes back to my first, you know, first point. It really does depend on who the, the FC Dallas head coach is and, and come in and there um, because a lot of that's going to be, you know, determined based on their needs and, and what they choose to do. So it's not something that I, I'm just really focused on the USL side now and uh, knowing that, you know, that is going to impact somewhat what happens. But, 
we're, we're very fortunate with the talent pool we've got and those, those names you listed just then is you know, a highlight to that. Indeed. Okay. Well, thank you for letting me nerd out for a while on playing the kids and and stuff. Um, but what are the next moves for you as far as, you know, announcing front office? Can you give us some hints about what we might be hearing about in the next several weeks? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, the first thing is, is, is a coach. Uh, we're excited about what we've got, you know, in the works there. Um, so that'll be obviously, uh, one of our, our big goals is to get that finalized and announced. And, uh, and then we'll be looking at, you know, some, building out the roster and getting some player signings there uh, and just being able to announce those and, and start to really see what the team makeup's going to be. Yeah, and I I'm, I imagine you can't tell me, uh, is there a stadium choice? Is that something that's public that you're allowed to talk about? Well, uh, you know, the majority of the games right now uh being slated here for the Toyota Stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's, it's something that even from the early negotiations and talks that I've been you know, when we started talking about this club, it's something that we do want to branch out. We do want to involve other areas. The Metroplex is so large and, you know, there's, there's people where it is hard to get to Torres Stadium that don't have access to um, watching high level of soccer in other areas of Metroplex. So we've really been kind of finding out our, our options for other stadium venues and we're just continuing to, to do that. But it's, it's a big uh, focal point for us and it's something that is important to us to, to find... You know, long term is to find that that permanent home and, uh, you know, an area of the Metroplex or North Texas that we can call home for this club. Definitely. All right. Well, I think that's good for me. Um, I know the home opener was announced and uh, the schedule announced, I think, is about to happen like right now (laughs) while we're talking. Yeah, no, any minute. Yeah. So is there anything you want to wrap up with before we go and fit in your last comments about about the team? No, I mean, uh, you know, as we go, we're, we're kind of learning and, and we're, we're seeing how this, this season is going to work. But we know uh, kind of one of the things, our philosophy is, you know, we're going to have a great talent on the field. And, um, you know, a lot of people see this as, a, you know, an opportunity to get people some experience. But I think ultimately we, we do want to go out there and, and, and win and compete. So we're really focused on putting a team on the field that's going to be, um, you know, extremely competitive and, and going out with a focus to, to get some good results. So, um we're really excited about it. Um, there's a lot of work to do between now and, you know, the home opener, but uh, I think we've got a, a good team in place right now, you know, behind the scenes where um, we're comfortable with what we've got to do and, and we're going to get there. Um, and we're just excited to get it going, to be honest with you. It's, uh, it's been it's been a long time coming and uh, we're, we're excited to see what we, what we bring to the table and, and have a USL league one is actually going to develop you know we've already got more teams announced for or confirmed for the following year but from our meetings in tampa it's just the league's going to grow and uh, we want to be a big part of that yeah uh, i'm also excited you know a long time coming like you said this has been this is going to be a perfect team to kind of see the bridge of the gap of the two in uh in league one rather than in championships so uh you guys will be kind of paving the way in a lot of ways and i'm excited to watch it no, it's great. And, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, we're also going to have players coming up and down from the first team to get some minutes and, uh, you know, players pushing for, for spots in the first team. So it's good for us. Our fans are going to be able to, to get to see those players play competitively and actually get to know them, you know, before they get to where they're making the, the spot on the roster in the first team. So this will be a real place for us to to get to know the players um, 
you know, and, and give them a chance to perform, but also give our fans an opportunity to see them uh, and really, you know, uh, watch him play, you know? Yeah, most definitely. All right. Well, that's Matt Denny. He is the GM of North Texas SC. Thanks for joining me today, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks to FC Dallas for uh, getting that together so quickly. I asked them like on Thursday about an interview and I got it on Monday. I could have even talked to them Friday. I just couldn't do it. So thanks to them. They had their stuff together and um, were very open to talk as as immediately as possible. So um, I also requested to talk to Ricardo Pepe and I hope I get that. I know it's going to be harder because um, he's in school and training, of course, as, as these kids do. So we'll see if I get that. Hopefully cross your fingers. That'll happen. Um, that's it. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, I also need to say thanks to our sponsor, Roughneck Scarves, official scarf supplier of MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get your custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. We'll be back later this week with an episode, I promise. <laughs> I promise we'll get another episode in this week. Thanks for dealing with us in the off offseason. Uh, we'll keep them pumping as much as we can. Bye, everybody. <laughs>